how it goes, but I'm here. No, you're not. You're a figment of my imagination. Welcome, everybody, to the Skull Nerd Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, all in one platform that you need. Such a podcast today. Thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring the podcast. Joining us today, uh, we have we have some peeps. We have some peeps. We have the uh, same old, same old uh, little sausage, uh, Charles. Uh, we have uh, Big Brain Joseph. And joining Fuck you. today. Wait, that was actually nice. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, I, I compliment what's needed. And uh, James never came back from milk. So we found a replacement. We have the guy who did come back. Dad. Uh, Dad, also known as I uh, Carl. I brought the milk. <laughs> Dad brought the milk. He did come back. He brought the milk. James is still hunting at this point. <laughs> He's still finding that cow. <laughs> He's over there chasing in the field. Let me milk you. I got to get back. <laughs> No, we love James. He's definitely a fam. Uh, but, uh, you know, I guess we should introduce uh, Dad mainly because it's his first time being on the podcast. Is this your first podcast? No, you were a part of uh, the Brittany Richardson Experience podcast. Yeah, I did that one. Uh, I did a couple other ones, but not like affiliated with you guys at all. Yeah, so this is the first time you're you're affiliated with a Skull Hunter Games podcast. We did do a, yeah. uh, 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 what was it, Rainbow Six? Video cat. We did a video collaboration together too for yeah. uh, Corn Dog and uh, one of your things. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did some video games. We did some streaming, and we also did <laughs> some ice uh, cream and uh, some other stuff. I still don't know how the ice cream actually made it to a solid. I, I that was know. witchcraft. I don't know why I didn't either, but it worked out pretty good. It wasn't too bad for a mess it made. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, since you are new here, uh, tell a little bit about yourself. How are you doing? How is your week? Oh, my week is all right. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, operations manager, consultant for uh, operate operations manager for a local company, uh, running truck trailers uh, across the U.S. and a consultant for a global consulting firm uh, for uh, international and U.S. transportation. Uh, six kids. Jordan here's my youngest. Uh, you know, uh, just call me the most really? successful one. The successful one. Thanks. Justin was a freaking cop. Didn't know I was going to be calling her lying, but all right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you, you get this, Joseph? Cancel, cancel, <laughs> cut it all out. <laughs> uh, there, it was, it was the truth. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the youngest somehow, and uh, looking the most like my father. And it's amazing. We even got the gray hair going on. Uh, I, oh, I got yeah. got to rock the gray. I got the gray beard going on now too. Unfortunately, yeah. I ended up having. Your a mother bad loves it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually ended up. This is the dumbest thing. I have grays through here, and mm-hmm. and I know it's genetic, and I understand it's genetic, but I have so much gray hair because of your and mom's genes. <laughs> I have so much oh, yeah. gray, yeah. and I'm just like, no one's going to ever know my age. So now, every time I introduce myself, I'm just like, hi, my name's Jordan. I'm 23. <laughs> 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 like, just get right out uh, the bat, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right, but, th- you know, you also have, you know, life. No. Thanks thanks to them. Uh, yeah. I still can't believe yeah, you're only five years younger than me, Jordan. I can't believe you, you talked to a you talk to a 16-year-old. Shut up. <laughs> I can't believe uh jailbait. Uh but uh yeah, uh so that was uh dad's that was uh dad weeks. Uh Charles, how are you doing? I know, right? And last night was freaking fun as shit when we freaking we were slamming our heads against the wall knowing his Halo P on Legendary and 
We got practically halfway through the game in one night. We probably could have beat the damn thing in one night, too, if we wanted to. Oh, yeah, but I had a podcast to get up. The, the podcast that released uh, today, uh, I had to get up, and I was so behind on everything. And, yeah, no, I had to. I had to sit there and just, like, get it up, and I was already running late for everything. Uh, I had to edit Britney's projects and other people's projects and in my own projects. Uh, tomorrow's a big day for uh, Dead by Daylight, so had to work on that. So, unfortunately, we couldn't, sadly, but it was a ton of fun, and I would like to record the state. According to the sheet of paper that we both keep track, I died 37 times in Halo Legendary halfway through the game. Charles died 75! <laughs> I'm the one usually thinking I'm not the one hiding in the back somewhere I'm the one I wasn't hiding was I was playing the game You just can't play the game right You suck <laughs> I'm thinking to prove that Thinking 1v1 me noob I played in competitive tournaments <laughs> Only thing competitive Bro? you did Was a hot dog eating competition You came in last You couldn't take the cock What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, so yeah, you died double the time. But a total, we died over a hundred times. So you know, it is what it is. But uh, anything else happened through your week? No, not really. Mm, okay, just do my thing with my YouTube channel like I normally do. Noise, noise, noise. Uh, Joseph, uh, there's there's been some news on your end. Uh, quite a few of it. I I really want to hear about um you you getting uh you got zucked. Yeah, so did you guys uh, did you guys like those anime discords that uh, I invited you to? Uh, dude, I no, invite. <laughs> no joke. I've been getting these like animated Discord channel invites constantly through everyone. I saw you did it, and I went, huh? And as me, like, as soon as I saw it, it disappeared, and I went, I'll ask him about that later. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a friend who is a professional, you know, internet cretin. Like his his shit posting skills are are immaculate, and so every now and then he either invites me to like a Facebook group chat or or, or a random Discord or just sends you know uh, hilarious memes via WhatsApp. So when he sends me this Discord to some random anime server, I thought nothing of it because like well it's just just what he gets up to, right? You know, I I, I like anime, and so uh, what what should have thrown me off and it didn't because i'm too trusting is this as uh, the server wants people to scan a qr code with their phones and i thought wow this, these 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 protect these anime discords have really stepped up their game all right <laughs> respect so i i scan it and then next thing i know i am messaging i message like 25 people uh unintentionally of course all of whom are now invited to this anime server. So I'm like, oh, so this is what happened to him. He trusted somebody too much. Now I trusted him too much. And now, thankfully, nobody I know trusts me. So nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody goes into the server. I don't know what that service. says about you. I'm, I'm, well, people were right to do it, right? Like, one guy came close and he's like, okay, the QR code threw me off. I'm like, bastard. He's, uh, he's the right amount of skepticism. So I'm going through all of the messages deleting all of them before they see it mm -hmm. and then i think well all right i guess that's uh, that's that that was a that was a that was a fun prank some harm done but you know some people lose entire facebook accounts like i was talking to to a friend of mine and like the next day he was telling me that his cock was massive 
And I think, you know, this is really out of character for you. So I'm emailing him. He's like, yeah, my Facebook got hacked. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So like, this is going around. People are getting hacked in like different, uh, mm -hmm. different areas. So sooner or later, it had to be my turn. Yeah. Um, and then it happened again. Only this time, I didn't join anything. I was just minding my own business. So the fact that these messages are being sent out again, and I have no idea you know, why or what was the consequence of it. I'm like, okay, enough is enough. I got to shut down my, my Discord, start fresh. Uh, and you know what? I actually don't mind starting a new Discord over. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of Discords that just... I visited, like, once and then just kind of fell out of interest of that particular thing. Sorry, Rivals of Ether, Ontario. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, the, the point was to bring up something hyper-specific. Uh, so I've got two, two, two channels now, yours's and Arth's, and I haven't even joined my own server back again but um but yeah so that's that's that don't scan don't scan, ask your friend what the yeah. what is just being sent that's the takeaway okay don't trust your friends that's my takeaway yeah i so. i think that's i think that's a, a very important segment uh, right there is just like when it's all said and done if you get a random link and unfortunately my uh, my mom experienced this um i sent when the new resident evil uh trailer came out this week um spoiler we're going to talk about it and um it came out this week and all i did was send her a link my my mom is smart so she immediately messaged back did you just send me a link and i'm like yeah that's a resident evil thing it, it says it right there and but it didn't it didn't give you that like little card at the bottom all it was was a youtube link that's all it was and i was like oh my god yeah that looked that looked shady as it could be and uh so yeah, yeah. Come, like it was like you and then a dot and a tube and it was just, it didn't still look right at all and, and it didn't it didn't look right so um i think that's important always always clarify with somebody if you sent it if if there's a link to something with no context or even just not send a message back because a lot of the bots that and then automatically hack into the account all it does is send out the links that it's coded to do it's not going to respond back going, yes, trust me, please, it's accept link. And if they do, uh, it's Joseph's fault. Um, but... I send a link to something, like whenever I find something I figured you might talk about, sometimes whenever it doesn't show a picture of what it's supposed to be, I just chop that, chalk it up to lag or something. Okay, Charles is our next victim here. Let's <laughs> just mark down the date. <laughs> I mean, um, the stuff when yeah. I sent something, I have never got a message from Joseph from his hack thing. Whatever. Yeah, it disappeared quick. Like it, it only sent, sent it only it sent it didn't send messages to everybody. That was what I thought was like interesting. You know, just just why not? Why would you not send all the messages? Yeah, just How inefficient at all. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, on on WhatsApp today, one of my friends uh, sends a like a, a survey to win a barbecue from Home Depot, and then he's like, "Sorry guys, this was this was a a messed up message." These these bots. Th th are surprisingly accurate in terms of like what target market they're going after. Like, of course, I'm going to fall for my friend's animation posting discord. Uh, of course, that guy who just recently became a dad is going to start sending out barbecue <laughs> <laughs> bar bar barbecue yeah. surveys. Uh, that's that's fair. Um, yeah. Anything else happened through your week? Yeah, uh, I got hired for uh, for another contract uh i i'm giving it some time just to make sure that like you know i'm happy they're happy before i say the name and everything like that but so far it's been pretty good um awesome. uh the the interesting challenge has been to try to get my 
audio to sound the way the previous episodes sound to just try to like make sure that it's indistinguishable so that no one will notice that there's a difference and i think i got it within like 90 percent so i i should be good and in turn in terms of the content itself i'm relieved because it's you know it's more um right-leaning content like it gets 10 minutes in and they're like you think they're just gonna stop at your nine millimeters no they're coming for your 50 calibers i'm like i'm home (laughs) home." (laughs) like i'm home i made it Mm, this is where i'm at (laughs) So it's uh, I'm just uh, hoping that, you know, it, it turns into a nice uh, solid routine work and uh, the the interview with it went great. It seems like really good dudes. And so um, it's definitely some of the more positive I've been feeling towards uh, anything that I've applied for lately. So, yeah, if that, that, that part feels good. And then what else? Started watching a bunch of like horror movies on. We're gonna we're we're gonna we're about to get into Resident Evil, but we we got the free trial for Shutter for a few days because uh, uh, my girlfriend Jen wanted to watch The Sadness, which is a zombie movie, except that everybody also can still talk, and they do whatever horrible thing comes to their mind. So you know, words that I don't feel like saying out loud, but most people know exactly what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then watched uh, Day of the Dead which is like part of the George Romero mm-hmm. film filmography. Um, if you're into zombies, it's really worth checking out some of George Romero's early works because he was the director that made zombies popular and established a lot of the rules that we still use to this day when we're talking about zombies. So data that, that it was interesting. It's, it's very much unlike other zombie movies. It takes place in a bomb shelter. Hmm. Right on. Sounds like... The... Yeah, Sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. Um... You know the movie Dawn of the Dead? That That's a, re- a remake of a movie that Romero did because Romero did a movie of the same name. Yeah, so Romero did one, and then Zack Snyder, who people know from 300 and The Man of Steel, uh, he did the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Both good movies, too, by the way. Different, but both were equally good. The ending of the one that Snyder did freaking leaves it open if, they even, if the survivors are still alive because last thing you see... As I'm getting to the island, and then a horde of zombies somehow on the island, and the last thing you see is freaking... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of them. ambiguous, but in my humble opinion, they are super dead. Because <laughs> yeah, there was a lot, there was a, quite a few zombies, and we only ever hear, like, gunshots, and freaking, we, I think we see one zombie go down in front of the, in front of the camera after it gets dropped, and then the, the, the movie ends after that. I think, and like you said, Joseph, I think those people probably got overrun by all the zombies. Yeah, yeah. Like their their only hope was to like turn the boat around and get back to the water as quickly as they could, as they could. But I... also, boat was out of gas, and it's like because they thought they thought they were finally safe, and they made it to the island. Nope. See, I've never. Only thing of Dawn of the Dead I've ever I remember is Hollywood Undead, Day of the Dead. That's. It, that's, that's a strong to it, but that's that's the only thing I remember of Day of the Dead is uh, Hollywood Undead. It's a band. I love it, and that's all I remember about it. <laughs> but it sounds like remember, everyone's sorry. week's been pretty interesting. Go ahead. I also remember from Dawn of the Dead. There's a dude with the same name as me. One one of the mall cops. Yeah, I I wanted to. Oh, CJ. Yep. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought BJ. <laughs> well, when are you not thinking about that? Good point. <laughs> good point. Um, but yeah, so that that's definitely good. Everyone seems like they're having a great week. Uh, my week's been all right uh, to say the least. Um, 
we have uh, actual videos getting ready to be filmed and uh, worked on. So I'm super excited about that because dad, I just, I've been like grinding at everything else this week. Messed up a TikTok today. So mad about it. I messed it up. So many people are commenting the fact he messed it up. I'm like, no one messed it up. I get that I messed it up. Like it, it's different from doing like a, um, like um, a typo. It's, it's okay. So what happened was that I made a TikTok and I made it, did everything else. It's supposed to loop over itself. So I get the 10, 110% watch time. And that's what gets you further out on TikTok. So I do this, get it all done. And I realized I, I messed up the audio. The audio is messed up. It's too quiet or it was too loud. So I was like, I put it in my phone's editor. Re, we did the audio for it. It was good to go. Send it up. Realized my audio or my uh, my editor puts a end card at the end of it automatically, and I just remove them usually. I forgot about that, so and I'm rushing at this point. I got up at like seven o'clock this morning. Went for my hour long bike ride. Got six miles in, and got up, did the rest of my workout. Got a shower. Got coffee. Started working on Brittany's project. Started working on that. Started editing that, and. I forgot it, so it's literally like, and just remember, and it cuts into a three-second, like, this was made by Cart Clips. Ha-ha, download on Google Play. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> Like, I was so mad. I was like, really? That's what I messed up on this morning. That's yeah, what I messed that, up on. That's like, that's like an, 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 a seeing behind the curtains kind of thing. Yeah. It, it definitely is. I, I hated it. I hated every bit of it. I was so mad. Like, I, I don't really get mad at myself because everyone makes mistakes and that's fine. But I'm on, like, such a high streak. Like, every TikTok I posted in, like, the last 14 days never hit below 1,000 views now. I'm, like, just ranking it up there. And I'm like, come on, baby. Just keep posting and keep doing this up and get it up and going. I'm about 10 followers away from hitting affiliate on Twitch now. Um, so I'm right there. I finished all the other stats necessary. I almost affiliate on Twitch for just being on there for two months. So I'm getting there. I woke up this morning with uh, with a nice, a lot of kind messages uh, from bigger Twitch streamers being like, your content is just amazing. Uh, I think they, I think the words they used were, let me check my phone real quick. Um, they were telling me that I need to go and I'll, I'll actually send this in discord later. So it could be added into the video. So you guys can see it yourself. They're asking if I had a Twitter and I was like, yeah, I don't use it. And they're like, you need to start doing it so you can uh, reach out with other content creators. And then they're like, you need, uh, you need more recognition. You deserve, uh, you deserve, uh, more visibility. Your content is a one. That means like the best and things like that. So I was like, I woke up with that and I went, that's, that's cool to wake up and having a, a partner Twitch streamer reach out to you and say that I was like, man. And then I got the King that has over a hundred thousand followers on YouTube and has over 40,000 followers on Twitch reach out to me. It was, it was, a, it was a massive, like, wow. What, how, how to know you're going on the right path and then waking up to all that. And you're like, you go to bed late late last night at i think i went to bed at like 1 a.m went to bed just wanted to just nothing with the world wake up and it's like all this positivity i was like that that's awesome i i i think that that's really great so yeah it was a it was a great experience my week has been uh bet good just because of that but i'm on a five day streaming streak my day off is tomorrow that I don't get, so I don't get a day off until either next Tuesday or Thursday. So I've been streaming every single day since uh, Friday. No. Did anybody say anything about yeah. when we played the boat, the um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, or anybody say anything about freaking last night's Halo one? No. 
I don't know what you mean about uh, people saying stuff about it. I was just saying, since you were saying that people were saying that you have stuff on Twitter, so I was just wondering if they said anything about... You know. No, uh, people people from Twitch, uh, like bigger content creators, are reaching out to me on like TikTok and stuff, saying that like my YouTube content is like amazing with how I'm editing everything else. Uh, that's oh, okay. what they were reaching out about. And that's why that was a big deal, because I, I can I can appreciate if people think uh, like the streams and stuff are fun, but when they're reaching out on a different platform just to pretty much say, hey, you're doing the right things, or your content is better than ours, or they're reaching out saying, like, you deserve so much more. Like, it, it's that of, like, wow. They were actually, there's a group of creators now trying to beat my world records on Dead by Daylight because of that <laughs> video, and now they're like, we're doing it! So now they're going to be trying to beat my world records, and I'm hoping they beat it because I want to take another swing at this. The MMR, the matchmaking system, is now broken, and I'm like, oh... Oh, I could do it. I could do it again. So I'm, I'm close to, I'm, I really hope they beat it. They're doing it like this Thursday or Friday, and I can't wait to watch them. And I'm going to show them laughing on me and like, how oh, you suck. <laughs> it took me 18 hours to beat the original one. So yeah, if, it, if they sit there and take another 18 hours to do it, oh, I'm going to be sitting back just rubbing my stomach, eating some Cheetos. I'm going, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how that's how you know i'm excited I'm just like <laughs> uh so yeah no it was a it was a great time um but i will i will sit there and say uh speaking of great times and uh on the creator side uh there's a uh there's a tiktoker who made a tiktok video and their video they made was showing that they made a realistic uh cake they made a realistic cake we can uh put it right here up on the screen in the edit uh obviously show it and uh and so they made this realistic cake and well hang on sorry you, just, you keep saying realistic cake all cakes are realistic it's a toilet <laughs> the cake is a lie bro <laughs> i get it they made a realistic toilet out of cake okay. are you happy you. <laughs> yes i'm happy we have context thank you for correcting me appreciate it love you uh what so love you um so they uh made a toilet that is out of cake and it looks so realistic like there's no joke like if you saw this you would be amazed and so this creator makes this cake and she she made it for a video and I'm going to state right now what video it was for. Um, they Well, yeah. allegedly, but, you know, if you if you just look at all yeah. of the facts, she didn't it's say the like name. 95% sure. We're 95% sure we know what it is, but we yeah, don't have a smoking gun. She didn't say the name of the creator, but let's just say hypothetically it was Mr. Beast. Hypothetically, it was Mr. Beast who did it. And uh, she made this cake, hypothetically, for Mr. Beast for a video, or at least a content creator. And they made it. They did not have a signed document. They had only pretty much, hey, I'll do this for you. Yeah, that works. And they got it through. Well, this content creator that may be Mr. Beast decided to not use it. And they used someone else. Now, I will state this, that... Always in business, if you're doing something that takes time, money, and dedication, sign a contract, get an actual agreement, and do it. <laughs> People get burned all the time for this, and unfortunately, we see this content creator getting it. Now, with this happening, 
Um, it raises the question of, do we think this content creator was in the right or wrong for not using them? Now, obviously, the what they decided to do for a for this video must have worked out because they didn't use the uh, the content creator who originally made the TikTok. It obviously worked out more than fine, and they didn't end up using it. But what are what what's the opinions on this? What is what's the opinions? Because I I just want to just dig this wide open but i i need i need to let the other people in this podcast go so what are you guys' opinions on this i just think it's one of those things where if it really was mr beast and apparently they must not have discussed how this whole thing was supposed to work because that's a takes a lot of work and time and probably quite a bit of money to make a cake toilet you know yeah that's what yeah that's why that's that's my thing too. I mean, you know, is he aware of this BMA for for him specifically for this? Because I mean, then that's you know just rude. But I mean, if he wasn't aware of what exactly it was, he had to use it or something. You know what I'm saying? You really can't mm -hmm. blame him either. You know, a hundred percent, Joseph. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you ask here what my my opinion is, and the problem is that I have like twelve opinions on it. I know. Me too. Me too. There's like a lot of there's a lot of um, uh, moving parts. So the first thing that I because I'm the one that linked you to to the TikTok, and one of the things that the cake maker had said is they in instead of using this cake that she had made, they used the video that she had created showing the process, and they had taught that to another cake maker and then that cake maker goes ahead and makes the cake and she didn't say who it was um probably because of an nda mm -hmm. a non-disclosure agreement but if you go into the comments people i mean the hypothetical person his videos get pr quite popular and so they're saying oh no it's not it's not him is it no no say it ain't so and then he's and he's being called out and i and i expect a public uh, statement i expect someone to say something even if it's like mm -hmm. a denial now um, when this is turned over to the court of public opinion, our instinct, um, rightly so in many cases, is to side with, you know, the the aggrieved, in this case, the cake maker, because she thought she was going to do this. She thought she was going to get paid, at the very least compensated for the work that she had done prior, even if it didn't necessarily mean anything um, past that point. Mm -hmm. uh, and then our next instinct is to also immediately say that the hypothetical, who at this point, I'm, I'm t getting tired of keeping track of the hypothetical thing because my head's hard, starting to hurt, Mr. <laughs> Beast, uh, was like, with malice aforethought, says, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no, get her to make the cake video, and then we'll steal that video, and then we'll just get our cake maker to do it. The odds of somebody being that, like, malicious are possible, but pretty slim. Anybody who makes their bacon off of media knows how quickly a word can spread. And mm -hmm. the more popular somebody, it wasn't always like this. And it only became like this somewhat recently, definitely in my lifetime. But if, if word, word can spread and word did spread, and that's why we're talking about it today. Now, I don't think uh, Mr. Beast with Malice of Forethought explicitly decided to rip this uh, cake maker off. What I assumed happened is that one of his handlers, somebody who was in charge of like the production of this, um, the you know the, the the producer for this video, 
um, may have gotten into a disagreement with her about compensation, about royalties. Maybe there was like a rule of some sort where it says, okay, if we're going to use this. You're not allowed to make like another one of these cakes or something like that. Some, some weird contractual agreement that doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it's one side trying to be protective. And as a result, ended up just annulling the agreement altogether. That to me is actually a more likely scenario of some weird miscommunication and both and and the and the producer wanting to wash his hands of the incident altogether and just saying you know screw it we we know cake maker we'll just we'll just get him to do it uh, that to me is yeah. slightly more likely than someone doing something this malicious now again just to reiterate the people can be this malicious it's just I, it gets less likely over time because it can be turned over to the public so easily. She didn't even have to say who it was. All she had oh. to do was say that she made a toilet cake and everybody else put the clues together. Yeah, because at this moment in time, Mr. Beast releases his uh, Chocolate Factory video. He made a Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, pretty much. He got Gordon Ramsay involved. He got so many big content creators involved. He got all this going for him. And he, he admits all the time. One, he has the idea for the videos. He's in the videos. He does a lot with the videos. But when it's all said and done, he has a team. He has a manager team that gets him in the places. He gets him in these spots that reaches out to these people and do the footwork there and, like, gets them the phone numbers so they can go ahead and talk directly. Like, he has a team that does all this. And, like, you kind of des described is what more than likely happened, a manager or someone else that wasn't Mr. Beast might have reached out, miscommunication, not signed the contracts, but still had the, you know, don't talk about it agreements. And now I will say with this cake, I do know exactly who made it. There was no credit to who made this cake in the video. But I know who made the cake because she has a signature of how she makes the cake. I know who made it. She's been trending on YouTube a lot recently because she's been making these realistic items that are cake. So I know who exactly did it. But there was no recognition for anyone of who did it. Nothing in the description, nothing on the video, nothing. There's not any proof of who made this cake in that video. All they said, one of these are cake. So I'm thinking what probably happened. There was a massive uh, miscommunication thing. One person made the video. The other person did the cake. No one communicated properly. They just said, cut it. They said, cut who made it. We got the cake. We got the agreements. We got this. Let's just do it. It's already in the set. It's already built in the set. I think that's personally what ended up happening. And unfortunately, I don't think someone like Mr. Beast, not saying it is Mr. Beast, hypothetically, but someone like Mr. Beast would not purposely screw over another content creator who works so hard. And I'm pretty sure if he found out about this, he's going to make it up. He's going to do something. He's going to reach out to them in a following video saying, hey, I want you to do this. Yeah, it's really I hard to believe what the guy before. who just like actively gives away millions of dollars. Yeah, and he helps has, charity. He <laughs> has his own charity. He gives food away. He he built uh, wells in Africa now. Like he's doing so good. So the idea that he sat there and screwed over a content creator on purpose, I don't see. I I think yeah. it's just a mess of miscommunication. But that's why I always say get contracts and documents. Yeah. At least and, then. And it, and it, there's something sorry no go ahead go ahead i appreciate it and it made me reflect on what i have been um doing recently because uh, as our longtime listeners know uh my primary work ha uh was uh, dissolved in february 
which mm-hmm. tends to happen when a person voluntarily quits. <laughs> okay, put, the, put, put those clues together, people. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I spent the, the, the next four months, um, I mean, had some work, but I didn't really have like a primary focus, a primary means of income. And I think I finally got one, but you know, this is just day one. I don't know what is going to happen next week. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Uh, pray to God. Um, and it's been, you know, it's, and it's been very difficult. And it is, there are, I don't know how many like professionals there are that can make a toilet kick that's that good. But I would imagine based off how many people there are in the world and the gross domestic talent, there's probably quite a few, which means that there might've actually been multiple people all trying to get their creation to be the one. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe if they're lucky, like the backup toilet in case the first one falls apart during the video, but, you know, like the, the understudy. Yeah. I mean, if so, something were to happen, what happened that they uh, made the cake and it fell right before the shoot? They need yeah, to have what, a backup. Or what, if, what if, God forbid, somebody, you know, accidentally thought it was an actual toilet? <laughs> it Someone, oh, man, I'm on set, man. I got to go. Thank <laughs> God there's an EpiPen here in this, in this chocolate factory. Ah, oh, the EpiPen's a cake, too. Oh, Dad, this is the worst thing for my blood sugar levels. This is the complete exact opposite of what I needed right now. So um, there was one project. Yeah. If you remember a few episodes ago, one of the projects that I had applied for, didn't get, but I applied for, was would have paid like two thousand dollars for about four days worth of work Mm -hmm. uh it was like the best paying job i've ever seen on upwork.com in all of my years of freelancing which are numerous but i didn't get that job but the work that i i still had to do work to try to get it It, applying for work still takes a a a great deal of time and so a lot of uh, so it is possible and now i wouldn't peg it for this situation but i can see it happening where somebody puts in a lot of effort and feels like they got kind of screwed over or they just feel like they're not getting any recompensation for their attempt Mm -hmm. to be able to do the work um you know if you're in that situation you can you're the the work that you do to try to get a job can still be a value in the long run one of the things that i did in trying to get that position was i took video of my editing technique so we can see exactly how good and how precise i was it again didn't get that role but it's helped me actually quite a bit since then now i use that video as part of my application to show people like actual proof of, like this is how granular that i can get when it comes to to editing audio so you know people can get very discouraged they put their heart into it they really think i've got this or they're desperate right they're like, oh man i've got to have this or it's a mixture of both and and, and it doesn't come to fruition it's still a net gain you'll still get something out of it, but you have to understand how to use the proper channels, understand how to market yourself on social media, um, collect the stuff as samples so you can use it for your next, uh, for, for your next application and keep moving forward. Yeah, definitely. You know, one thing too, that I seen the other day, it made sense is, you know, these people, you know, they go in and do a job, they get the job done right the first time, knocked out in a short period of time. And, you know, people were like, okay well, what's the bill and you get in the bill and they're like well this is ridiculous you only hear like 30 minutes like yeah but it took me 30 years to know how to come in and get that job done right to get in and out of here to get you back up rolling so you're making money you know i mean people gotta keep the consideration there's years of experience to get up to this point she didn't learn how to make that toilet overnight mm-hmm. you know, she didn't wake up and say oh well, i'm gonna make it the toilet out of cake and make it look realistic that's 20 30 40 years of work that she put into this you know, yeah, and it's a lead up to this couple hours it took her to make this cake. 
and you know you're paying for that years like for for you i mean you know paying for them years of experience you had to video editing and audio editing and such everything you do mm. you know it's the years involved so you know can they use their product and, and and that's a bummer hopefully it wasn't done out, out, out of spite or or you know just being mischievous but you know still you gotta keep consideration that's still years of work to lead up to that point you right. know i I, I agree with you completely and i think the disconnect there is that that there's a lot of jobs that are i mean the the compensation is derived from the labor a very simple example is mm-hmm. working fast food you labor you go in you flip burgers you take orders you sweep floors you do whatever it takes now right. some, now in a position like that somebody can get like wicked good at it and assuming that they don't you know go into a, a management position or uh, change uh, roles mm-hmm. What ends up happening is, okay, they'll get their raises either because it's, you know, by law or the company just has to give people like a yearly raise. The better they get at the job, the more the work that they end up having to do. Exactly. Now oh, yeah. they, okay, they, they, they swept the floors and half the time the other person, oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, you're on the clock here, buddy boy. Now you got to go over and, you know, and sweep yeah, up oh, the, yeah. the bathroom. And it's irritating. Yeah. 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 Because you get your job done better and faster and all you do is pile more crap on top of you, you know? A lot of people who don't work that hard are just sitting off to the side doing nothing, taking forever to clean one grill, and this person cleaned the whole entire restaurant the same amount of time, mm-hmm. and they get paid the same amount of pay, and it's ridiculous. That's yeah. pretty much what I've been dealing at the place I work at. I freaking bust my ass and get everything that I'm supposed to. And yet every time I, everywhere I walk around, there's always either somebody goofing around or not doing what they're supposed to. And mostly it's these freaking kids that are young that make me feel freaking old as hell because they're like 16. 14 to 16 year olds, and they're just freaking hanging out, eating freaking the dry stock or somewhere, freaking vaping when they know they're not supposed to and shit. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I make good money with doing what I'm doing now, and I'm actually home, you know, but, you know, it's a sacrifice over 20 years of, you know, these guys having stuff going on I wasn't there for and everything else, you know, because I worked my way up. I learned, I didn't just drive a truck from point A to point B. I kept better myself. Every time I swapped jobs, it was to get bigger and better. You know, I hauled stuff bigger than most people would ever imagine. And I've been on roads you couldn't imagine putting a car on, let alone an 18-wheeler with an oversized load on it. You know, but I've worked my ass off to get to where I'm at. And you got these these guys out here for five years sitting there saying, well, oh, how could I get that job making that kind of money? I mean, you know, I still, even though I'm spending that kind of money, I'm not doing as much. I'm still busting my ass every day to get that paycheck going to put money in everybody else's pockets, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, you're good. So with all the the hard work that goes into, like, in the sense of, like, working a nine-to-five to make more money or to put more time into, like, so you can have a better living situation. Like with her situation for the cake is she put a lot of time and dedication into her job, but so yeah. does someone else. Cause all because you give someone and right now we just pretty much tested that same idea is she has 15 years of experience to do this. They didn't take her product and say, we're done. They showed it to someone else who also has 15 years of that experience to make that finished product. So like, I just still don't see anyone getting gifts on or not even gifts. I don't feel like someone like Mr. Beast purposely said, no, I think what I probably ended up happening. I think there's information we're still missing in, in mm-hmm. the storyline. I really hope so. Because there, if there not, that was just, that was really just low. I mean, 
it's a lot of work. It really is. Yeah, you but know? even for like for 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 the gentleman down below me, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. Uh, you know, you you still in order to apply for that job, they only paid a couple grand for a couple of weeks of work. You still had to bust your ass to get some mm-hmm. of good quality to give to them. You know, and okay, yeah, they didn't accept you for the job, but you now you could use that for something else now. Thankfully. But, you know, it's still, though, you still put hours and hours into getting this thing all ready to go for that interview to get tossed off to the side and not accepted for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, I, I really hope there's things in here we don't know about, some kind of maybe agreement that wasn't met up to or something. You know, I just really hope it wasn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, as far as my situation goes, I, I use Upwork as my platform. So, you know, as a freelancer, it's 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 good to have Upwork's support. Um, because at least that way I don't have to be completely on my own. I'm just mostly mm-hmm. on my own. And it's all like it's the most competitive freelance platform out there. Fiverr is pretty competitive too, but Fiverr is a little bit more entry level. So, yeah. you know, I'm going I'm going toe to toe with some of the best freelancers in the world. And the fact that I was like in the running uh, is oh, yeah. is, is pretty pleasant I, I get take that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just know there's a reason why some of these tech these professionals that have to go and spend like years to master, you know, stuff like electric, electrical work and IT and, you know, editing and all that crap. They have to go through like years of schooling and shit, which probably cost them quite a bit of money. And that's why they want so much money when they for the stuff that they do. Because, you know, they have that freaking doc, they have that whole, you know, that um, document and everything that says that you, he, that person went to the, the, all that schooling and everything and they, They've been trained and they certified in this stuff. Certificates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just uh, I I want to get like one more thing off my chest uh, and then I'll uh, I'll I'll close my 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 side of it. But the one thing that's always frustrated me is that like you know I I decided to be an editor about ten years ago, um, a, a freelance editor. And at that time, podcast editing was mostly unheard of. Some people were doing it, but it wasn't exactly like. To what it is today mm-hmm. and so i can say with confidence that i conjured that job out of thin air and and then and it took me a lot of years to build up a, a rolodex build up the experience being able to solve the problems when they come and the thing that always frustrated me the most is whenever i you know i vent about my frustrations and somebody says well maybe you should put your passion aside and go find a job i'm like that's, but it's not my passion. I, I like it. I'm happy to do it. And a lot of my passions are tied into it. But my, my, my passion is, is, is writing and storytelling and things that start with Z and end in Elda. So for the, the, the disconnect between like some of my closest friends and, and confidants and, and family members be like, you know, you should really just like go find a job and, and worry about and, you know, come back and do your passion later. I'm like, oh, th- th- I'm weird. This is the closest thing I get to a job. But but here here's a counter counterpoint to that one is Gary V is a is a successful man. And if he sat there and put his put a nine to five ahead of his passion he wouldn't be where he is today and he's a prime yeah, he example and he teaches that as well like, even if a, i assume at one point or another he needed income to at least like you know pay his bills so that he can have time to, to put into these other things mm-hmm. i i couldn't i just can't i couldn't live with my family anymore for reasons that uh, i uh, will get into when we do skull hunter after dark like <laughs> i i, I, I have do it one day to, i have to be independent i have to live a you know a, 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 a live on my own you know with with my partner it was non-negotiable so mm-hmm. i i just 
I, it had to be done. And so, yeah, no, I, I, I intend to get to that point. You know, my strategy is to transition into writing full time by the time I'm 40. So it's not like I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm putting it off completely. I put time aside each week to work on my, my novel. Uh, it's definitely an active prog uh, process, but I do agree. I do validate what you're saying because uh, there is certainly an element of excuse making that I'm guilty of. And that if I, if I if I grit my teeth a little bit more, made a few less excuses, I think I'd be further along in it in that way, at, at least a little bit, ten to fifteen percent. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's the the thing is is and this is something I I had to, I guess force myself to understand and learn, is those decisions were made, now there's nothing that can happen. Keep moving on. It you made you made a certain decision. Keep on going through uh, what, how you decided it, and now make that uh, your focus. Like if you ch made a massive decision change, guess what? You, you can't go back. You can't hit repeat. Just go with it. Just don't, don't regret the things you don't do, but then when you do something, don't regret the fact you've done it. Uh, and that, that's a big thing, especially in career paths. Uh, I think career paths alone. I mean, you, you walked out on a job. You walked out on what could have been your house and home look where you are now so i mean it's not much <laughs> <I'm> joking <laughs> but you know you you look where you are now you had more experiences you had in a, a chance to actually edit the this podcast and it got you to where you are to this point so it, it, yeah i don't know what good that house will be if i'm mentally ill by the time i'm in it and that's that's the thing i mean you know it's like Whenever my system finally comes out and gets rolling, a lot of things I'll be talking about too is you know, you got to make when you feel something you need to do, you need to make the decision to do what it is you're going to do, mm -hmm. you know, because you're only going to sit there and ask yourself, you hear this all the time, well, what if I wouldn't have done this? Or what if I would have done this, you know? And I mean, you really have to sit there and weigh out your pros and cons. You can't just jump feet first into a pool full of sharks and not hit one, you know? I mean, you got to yeah. do your homework, but. You know, people's got to understand the way our environment is around us. It's all energy. Everything, everything that exists is energy that exists. And you got to put that energy, you put that energy and focus in, in what you want to do. You're going to be successful, you know, but you got to stay positive. You got to put the energy in and the work's got to be there, you know. Mm -hmm. You got to put the work in. Now, I mean, you can't say, I'm going to, I'm going to quit my job and become a, a a a, uh, um, a dentist for a shark, you know. I, I'm sure you're not going to have much work, you know. <laughs> but but you know, I'm saying though, I mean, you, you put the energy out there of your positiveness and what you're going to do, and, and you put everything into it. You put your heart and your soul into it. And you're going to succeed. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people are so afraid to take that step. And, and I congratulate you and, and even Jordan. Yeah, he took a step that, you know, even me as a father was sitting there going, you know, I mean, I know you like to play games for a living and everything. You want to make a career of it. But, you know, as a father would, you need a job. <laughs> you know, you get off your ass, you need to get a job. But he did that. He didn't start out gaming full time on, on YouTube. Now. He, he was working full time, overtime, everything else. He busted his ass. And he slowly got his YouTube channel up and rolling. He got it going. He got it going. And, and you know, now he's, he's, you know, he can do better. And he knows he can. But, you know, he's still highly successful at what he's doing, you know. And he's just sometimes you just got to take that step, leave that comfort zone and step out of it. But once you step out, you got to learn how to swim. Yeah.
I, I think that was a that was a good way of putting it. And at least like knowing uh knowing that in the sense of this lady is making her case and stuff, she's still successful. She's still gonna yeah, be oh, successful. Yeah, she will she, she will and be, this yeah. opportunity, you know, if anything, is gonna help her. Even though she didn't get the Mr. B spot, this is gonna be big for will. her still. Because as you see with like you know you have these different rappers that out there and even the the, the country rappers and, and the musicians and that they they mm-hmm. oh you know start you know this battle against this person this battle against this person well you know you want to hear the other person's response now you go over and you follow them you know yeah. all you're doing is creating more followers for both people on both ends they're not stupid this is being done on purpose you know because they want to see they people want to watch that fight everybody likes fights. You know, so okay, well, oh, these guys are battling each other. Oh, I gotta see what he's got to respond to. He's gonna respond to this. I gotta see what he's got to say. You know, oh, I can't believe he did that. Oh, oh, what he what he just fought back to now. You know, and that's it's they're they're doing that purposely to create content for both and followers for both people on on each side. You know, yeah, with and with the girl, she didn't have to make that video public, and she could have released it so much sooner, but she didn't. She waited a little bit. She waited a little bit longer, and she released it perfect timing because the main video just released that could have been in a contract but no matter what she's gonna get people following because now they want to know do you hate mr beast now are, are you gonna are you gonna start bashing on him are you gonna start doing this and this and people are gonna be checking mr beast's social media seeing if there's gonna be an apology because if mr beast sneezes in public people are like mr beast just sneezed on a woman and then they show the clip and they're like what do you think <laughs> so hey, we got uh, swabs are trying to like get his sneeze off the sidewalk <laughs> <laughs> but you know there there's people like that unfortunately but i i i uh i hope we are able to talk about this in the future and see that there was no malicious intent on it um because i think that would uh if there was some kind of sort of malicious intent even from mr beast's managers to mr beast uh that would that would make me look other directions but we don't know both sides of the story. we don't even know her side of the story all we knew is they didn't use her cake and they used her video that's all it we is, know it is interesting that like she just couldn't outright say who it was and I don't know if that was just because, you know, she was afraid of um, liability or like legal action or if it was an NDA. Because then it's like, well, hang on. Something was signed, but it wasn't like. That's that's where I'm coming at, too. You know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We don't know all the details. I think there's some more here that we're not aware of because of all mm-hmm. this, you know. Yeah, I definitely think there's some more to it. Uh, but we we uh, we uh, juice that. Uh, we juice our subject pretty well. Um, now there is a subject that I know. There's, there's a lot of people excited and scared about the talk. Um, but Resident Evil 4 is getting a remake, and that is exciting because I didn't. I said Resident Evil 4. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just writing remake in cursive. Oh, okay. I thought you were like trying to like just, oh, shut up. Yeah, th- 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 <laughs> this is the convoluted way of telling you you like you got to cut. Yeah. <laughs> you just start doing it. When I start seeing the f- switch and the flick, <laughs> I know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Not Leviosa. Yeah. Uh, but Resident Evil 4 is uh, getting a remake. This is one of the last Resident Evils in the number series to begin a remake. Now, uh, the reason that this is exciting news and this could be terrifying news is because so we have we have received many remakes in the past from Capcom and from other game creators. Um, but this last few remakes that Capcom has made, uh, as we know, they released Resident Evil 2, and then they released Resident Evil 8, The Village, and then they released Resident Evil 3, The Remake. 
So Resident Evil 2 sold over 10 million copies on this remake. Big success. At the same point they were doing that remake, they also were making Resident Evil 3. So they couldn't like stop and change something. They made it at the exact same time with the exact same layout, everything. So then they released Resident Evil The Village. They released Resident Evil 3, the remake. That is where things take a turn. Resident Evil 3 remake got made. It only sold 5 million copies. Still a lot of copies they sold. But compared to literally the remake beforehand, it cut it in half by 50% because the remake for Resident Evil 3 was not what people wanted. It was not even close to being satisfying to the Resident Evil franchise, and it wasn't even close to what really people remember about Resident Evil 3. So with a lot of what fans are speculating is that this is just going to be updated graphics. That pretty much just updates graphics, update the scenery. They're obviously going to have things play, but a lot of fans are seeing and hoping that they just up the graphics, change some scenes, but it's exact same layout. I don't think that's going to be the case because they can't just copy and paste something like that. If so, they would do a remastered, not a remake. Now, I have a lot of concerns about this, but I'm going to go ahead and see what everyone else thinks about this. Um, what? How do we feel about Resident Evil 4 Remake? Hopefully they don't fuck it up, and hopefully it'll be better than the last couple of remakes that they've done. Because if they fuck up this one, then a lot of people are really going to be fucking pissed. Because the people, I know including you, Jordan, that Resident Evil is one of people's favorite Resident Evil in the whole franchise. Yep, Resident like Evil 4 brought in shooters. It's like me with Halo 2 and uh, Halo um, 3 when those two, when the Master Chief Collection came out because like, I, I grew up playing Halo 2 on the original Xbox so when I heard that they were going to be released coming out with an anniversary remake of it like they did with Halo 1, I was freaking excited! And you've yeah. played with that game with me, Jordan, so you know what the original graphics for that game looked like on the ex original Xbox. And I was happy with how good the game looked in the newer ones because it literally looked like the... Especially the cutscenes, the freaking they look like it's like something straight out of a movie. <laughs> yeah, they did a, a very great job on the uh, the remastered of Halo's two anniversary. They did a fantastic job with that because they actually made the graphics look so much cooler. But it's also nice to see the old graphics. But I, I hope they don't mess it up because for those of you who may not know, uh, Resident Evil 4 was actually a GameCube exclusive and it did so well. And as GameCube was dying, uh, Capcom released it out to the other. Uh, platforms and that's where all the copies were sold all added up uh, but it was a huge success into the resident evil survivor horror category to shooter survivor horror and it made that gap and we've seen it before with resident evil they were trying to do um their dark chronicles where it was all first person shooter it didn't fly it wasn't as great people still know the game exists but it did not do much oh, sorry evil you mean umbrella chronicles no, but the on rail shooter one where like you're there, just there was three. There was notes. Dark Chronicles with uh, Leon Krauser in it, okay. and then there was Umbrella Chronicles. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. My bad. Oh, you're you're good. Uh, but they they did a bunch of those on the Wii that um was the first person shooters. They tested out. They all failed. But Resident Evil Four turned it into a shooter, but a third person shooter. It, that did amazing. They had uh, so many nominees. They were actually nom nominated for a Gram, no, an, an Emmy. They were nominated for an Emmy. You can actually Google it. I'm pretty sure you will find it. Um, so they were nominated for it. Didn't win. But when you can get a nominated for something 
like that, it's amazing. But it was one of the first Resident Evil games that actually hit. And Resident Evil 4 was not even supposed to be the way it is today. Uh, but Code Veronica did not make the marks. Code Veronica was made slightly before Resident Evil 4. And that's why we see the massive graphic difference and everything else. There was also Resident Evil 0 on the GameCube. That, that for a lot of people was when the fatigue was setting in and people said, I think we've had enough of this. Yep. And even the designers agreed with that. There was an early prototype of Resident Evil 4 that was going in a very different direction. They had established, they had settled on the over the shoulder thing like pretty much right away. But in the early prototype, it wasn't like walking through that village with the angry Spanish people. It was uh, ghosts and there was like a suit of armor that uh, attacked Leon. So it was yep. still a lot more. It was it was more like, um, uh, I guess, I guess Wait. I would say like a Lovecraftian kind of horror direction they were going with. Yeah, it. but that wasn't a third person, though. They had it laid out it like was. Resident Evil Zero one. No, because they had it like way out and about. I'm pretty certain about this. Search up Resident Evil Four's demo. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to because I remember it distinctively that it was uh, over the shoulder. But I am also I, I can't be wrong. Case. I haven't seen it in years. Like that's how big of an impact Resident Evil Four has made to where you remember it the way it was when it first came out. And you also remember it like the way it is now, and people will still sit down to play the game. And it's still oh, as uh, it looks like you were right. Yes, because it's it's a yeah, it's a fixed camera angle. Maybe they did both. I'm going to play the footage. OK, <laughs> he plays the footage to see if he's I mean, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, the only reason I know a lot of this is because uh, on my TikToks, I had to start searching up Resident Evil facts and um, the fans were just like crazy about like he knows a lot about that by daylight. Do you think he knows about Resident Evil? <laughs> My family play Resident Evil. Yeah, I know a lot. Thank yeah. you very much. So, I so, so you and I, uh, you get seventy percent of the marks, but I still get thirty uh, percent. Um, he was shooting over the shoulder, so when he went into aiming, it went over the shoulder. There were some shots where it's over the shoulder, but it was largely fixed camera angles. So that's why I, okay. I remember it that way, because I probably only saw the over the shoulder stuff and didn't register the other stuff. But that right there is an experience that not a lot of people are going to remember. And that's the that's the shame of it. Like a lot of people will not remember that GameCube experience or they will never experience the GameCube experience from that end. So that's where I'm really hoping Resident Evil 4 makes a huge impact on the remake of it because it's going to be such a big deal for Resident Evil fans who are just now getting into the industry and after. Uh, yeah, but like when I was when I was growing up, I was just too scared of the Resident Evil games to really play them. <laughs> like I played the first one, but then I would get to that room in the basement where that the, the i think that the zombie is laying down on the table or something like that and i'm just like i i i, I can't do basements i'm done is, is this resident evil one remake this is the or resident is this evil the one original? that was remade on the gamecube okay okay that was remade on the gamecube yeah they didn't have uh, a basement on the original one Not yeah the one. it was like the, it was like the the cellar or the kit like the downstairs kitchen i'm like yeah, right, i'm done I'm, I, I can't you. do this i'm next I'm, to the elevator uh, I'm, I'm a growing boy get a battery for um, but Resident Evil 4, I was just old enough and I now like I rented it, played it for the weekend. And aside from the, those one that those monsters that show up later on in the game in the laboratory that will pull Leon in, I actually wasn't all yeah. that scared of the game. It was because you had said that, you know, they had, they had gone from like survival horror to more like survival horror action. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually going to oppose that because I think the survival aspect was uh, taken away and the reasoning is you can now collect things from fallen opponents you could collect ammo you can collect resources so 
I mean, yeah, you could run out of ammo, but you weren't. Uh, so they was it was very much like, okay, now it's action horror. And they went with the action horror for quite a while until 7. Yeah. I th- 7 was a big impact. Um, yeah. And I'll definitely admit that. Um, but we're, we're just, hogging the, one, the Resident Evil topics. The the one thing that like surprises me about this remake is if they're going to do over the shoulder again. It's just because Resident Evil 4 originally set the benchmark for the over-the-shoulder I think experience. they have to. So these newer ones were, you know, borrowing from that design and bringing that into number two and number three. So I thought maybe what they'll do is actually go first person with it just to realign it to the newer ones. I don't, I don't think they will. I think they had an opportunity to do it with Resident Evil 3. Uh, that would have been an actual opportunity or at least give you an option for it. But even with their uh, Resident Evil 3, their Resident Evil Versus, and then their Resident Evil uh, weird thing they released with uh, 2 and 3 uh, with their remakes, they had an option to do it first person there. It was only a multiplayer shooter game, pretty much. They had an option to do it there, and they didn't. And Revelations? That's where... No, they um Those they good, released the like oh I love the Revelation series um but they uh they did something to um they did something to it um I'm trying to think <sighs> man I can't I can't think of so but yeah they um there's two games that released Resident Evil two you got Resident Evil two and Resident Evil something it was literally like a little mini game where you could play as the zombies and you could play as, it was kind of like that thing they released with the operation raccoon city it was kind of like that except you could play as your heroes um break maybe maybe i think that's it it was something like that they could have added first person in that and they didn't and i think they decided to at if they made it a feature so you can like switch from first person the third person that could be a good experience to try to see that could be their test bench to see okay would people like this for older resident evil games to kind of have that experience or if they should just keep it over the shoulder i think if they don't do the both they should make it over the shoulder um because they did it with two it was an amazing experience they did it with three um they never really complain people never complain about that they complain about the storyline um well they complained because jill was wearing pants that's why it sold six million less copies. She was, in pants. <laughs> she was wearing pants. Yeah, <laughs> Shouldn't have been they, wearing they, them. They wanted, uh, and wasn't it's not even like just a guy's thing too. A lot of girls also uh, looked up to her. As, Everyone as, loves uh, the as, badass yeah. skirt, you know, um, yeah. shirt tied around. But that's a, a lockable outfit you can get though. Yeah, but, but this yeah. one here you got Sherry on. So I mean, you know, with four. Yeah, that's true. I can't wait to look at the skirt. Yeah, well, yeah. My my thing, uh, you know, is is. They definitely, from what I can see, definitely redid the graphics on it. So, I mean, they did a wonderful job on that, like, like, breaking 50 times better than what it was. Uh, being this one of the warring ones that the, the, the there's first views of, of the, the first monsters come out, uh, the Cyclops, the big shot Cyclops, dude, or whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of these are the first monsters to Resident Evil to go into five and everything. So, hopefully, they keep that aspect, the aspect of, you know, if you rescue the wolf at the beginning. It helps you with the when you come yep. up against the, the big monster there in the, later on in the game. Uh, you know, so I'm hoping to keep like little aspects of that, but I also hope they change some other things around. I mean, I like playing the remixes and the remakes and stuff, but I also want to make sure it's different. You know, yeah, I want because you know, especially for like for me for your mother, you know. She's got to be able to play a game where she's not sitting there thinking, oh, okay, well, this, when, it, when I played last time with this, it was this, blah, 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 and type it in, ready to go. It's not a challenge for her. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, you you know yourself. I mean, she she could fly through these games in no time. And you know, and, and if you're going, if you're trying to do something, she's like, oh, you got to do this, 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 and this. You know, yeah, she has a book. Half the time she's going to look at it. You know, she has it all memorized. You know, sure, that was twice. Cause, nah. Yeah, because she's, you know, she's she's a, a Resident Evil guru, and uh, so but hopefully they make it, they change it around a little bit, make it a little more challenging, but keep some of the original first time characters in there. Keep the small little aspects of the dog and everything in there, and, and I think I think it'll be pretty successful. I think it'll do pretty good. Hopefully, I, Ashley, whatever the hell her name is, won't be as much of a pain in the ass as she originally was. I hope she'll be a pain in the ass no matter what. She is in all the games she's in. Um, <laughs> right, little bitch. Well, yeah, it's, it's not Ashley, a badass like Ashley Jill or Ada or you know. Um, but I is think it Sherry in that one. Yeah, it's Sherry, the president's yeah. daughter. In daughter, Resident yeah. Evil Four. Yeah, Resident Evil. Uh, oh, okay. I thought you said Sherry's it wasn't her. the like, one from here. Resident Evil Two and Six. Uh, she's the one from those ones. Um, but the mayor's daughter. No, the or president's like someone's, daughter. Not, sorry, not the mayor's daughter, but someone's random daughter in Resident Evil Two. It's pre- oh, I don't know. In four, she's the president's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. In Resident Evil Two, Sherry is um Birkin's daughter. Uh, the right, tyrant. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, tyrant. okay. Okay. Yeah. Big eyes. So, I think, I, as far- I think Chris's partner in Resident Evil Six was Sherry. Chris's no, that's partner. Shiva. No, Jake's partner in Resident Evil Four. Jake. Sherry. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris's partner was uh. Oh, sorry, I, I said Sheva, but that's part five. Yeah, Sheva's five. five. five I four, I yeah. hate that I know all this off the top of my head, but yeah. Um, no, Jake. Uh, Jake's partner is Sherry from Resident Evil Two. Um, Rub. I don't think Ashley makes an appearance. No, Ashley doesn't make an appearance because the president in Resident Evil 6 is not the same president from uh, uh, Resident Evil 4. The president's changed then. And Ashley has nothing to do with Resident Evil 6 when Leon shoots the president. So, uh, okay. Fair enough. Um, you know, one, one thing, too, is that uh, the Resident Evil series is probably one of the first. It might even be it might even be the first series to do a proper remake because they remade Resident Evil 1 from the PlayStation onto the GameCube. And I can't, off the top of my head, think of any, especially any notable game series that had done a remake to that level of quality. Because it's, Mm -hmm. uh, if you remember what I was like complaining about before is that, you know, when they do these HD updates... (laughs) (laughs) I did not expect to see that. Not to be thrown off my game when when that happens. <laughs> when Grumpy just shows up all of a sudden, looking yeah. at his lips and shit. <laughs> yeah. So like, so yeah, the, the Game Gear Resident Evil, like that one is the kind of update that uh, to me is a standard. I mean, yeah, structurally it's the same, but they didn't have to change it structurally, and you get the extra areas, and I'm uh, still off my game. <laughs> still off my game. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that just totally ignores the the dwarf. People are watching like, wow, he's this guy is just a stupid. He hates them all, people. <laughs> but no, you're right. Uh, Resident Evil is like one of the one of the first ones to like really remake their games. Like we have Halo that remade one of their games, or like remaster, but not remake. They didn't remake Resident, or they didn't yeah, remake any of the Halos though. They only remastered. Oh, one, Halo Two Anniversary are both remakes. 
No, they're remastered. Or remasters. Yeah, remastered and remakes are different, and that's what we talked about last week. Was like people yeah. mix those up a lot, and that it makes uh, it makes people's ones different. Like people will yeah. be like, "I want the remastered," and they think it's a remake, and then they get disappointed because they can't read. Um, they came out in I think it was a remake, a remake of the original Borderlands that you could play on the Xbox One with. Uh, you know, minor additions and changes that they made to the game, which honestly made it even better than it already was. Because that game was it's still fun to play even when it came out back in 2009. But that enhanced version with like has a mini map from Borderlands 2 and the changes that they made to it, it's even better. Good. But I, they would do that and bring back yeah, and overall, they, 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 what I really appreciate about the Resident Evil series is that their remakes have not invalidated the previous games. Like, to me, having played Resident Evil 2 for both the original and the remake, both are appealing to me. I, I can see myself feeling like I want to play either one of them in the future. Um, same with Part 3. And even not as much, but the PlayStation Resident Evil still has some charm to it that yeah. might get me to, to do a run of it. Um, Although that one is a little less valid because the the GameCube remake is just so good. Mm -hmm. I I will say the one I really want, and I don't I don't care. Like I really want a remake for, and I've been saying this is Code Veronica, because like that is one of the most unfun to play Resident Evils, and I and I hate to say that because like it has a massive storyline. It has a it connects Resident Evil 5 to 3. It does such a good job with connecting. Literally, they even talk about Leon being overseas with the president's daughter. Like, they literally talk about all this stuff in Code Veronica. It has such an impact. They even talk about Wesker having a sister and all this stuff. Like, and But you don't want to play the actual, like, game of how it laid out. It's so stretched out. And it has the good, like, puzzles back and forth thing. But... Uh, my my thing is, I wish that they would cut a lot of the game. Um, little Stavey uh, doesn't need to be in there, <laughs> but he obviously should. Um, but no, Code Veronica, if there was one Resident Evil I was like really hoping they would do, is that one, because Resident Evil 4 is still fun to play right now. But if I said I'm going to play Code Veronica, I would, I would literally search up a guide to just so I can get through it as fast as possible. Yeah, just like play it on easy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, and, and I wouldn't, uh, I'm not... But that shouldn't be their response when I want to play Resident Evil game, though. And that's no, what I, I hate. No, I'm, just, I'm just telling you that's what I would do. I yeah, like, I mean, that, that's what I would do. Easy. But I, like I Resident, like all it. the other games, I would play on normal mode because I love the experience. I love what the natural yeah. experience for the game is. But that would be one. I would play in easy mode. Get through it as quick as possible. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, left, left, up, down, A, B. I get an infinite gun. I'll do it. Just get through the game. Like, And, and I hate to do that. But it's, it's one of those games where I just, I don't know. I, I just wish it would remaster, uh, remake Code Veronica. I feel like that would be a good one. Um, they could Is remake it. Cut out? What's that? We want it remastered or remade in case of Code Veronica to look most of the filler cut out. I, I just, I want all the, I just want all the nonsense. Like, the whole prisons or the, like, cages in the beginning like the whole like having to go back there constantly just so you can save it's dumb you don't need to go back there at all and they're like but but you can go back there and get a thing of handgun ammo 30 minutes after playing you can go back there and see all the new zombies there you don't want to but you have to save you have to get your stuff it's like 
Uh, just, just some parts in Co Veronica, they just. I love how those who just cancel them out, by the way. Oh, well, I got all this ammo, and now I have to shoot. Hey, exactly! Get that out. That part didn't need to be in the game to begin with. And now you're like, but you get rewarded for going back. I get rewarded by using up the ammo or I'm one of those sweats who go, if you go in the door, come out, go back in, go out, go back in. And then they would be dancing and doing the Harlem shake. While, and you could just run through, get in, get out. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, just for 15 it. extra bullets. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not worth it. But yeah, I, I think Resident Evil 4 has a massive in a massive, uh, hope to it right now like i i think a lot of people are going to be like crossing their fingers because this could either be a great experience for capcom resident evil fans all around the world or this could be a resident evil 3 situation and only sell 5 million copies and i'll remind you this was off of this year's document they sold over 11 million copies of resident evil 4 from start to now Resident Evil 3, they've only sold 5 million. And well, Leon's wearing pants, so I don't know, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Ashley, Ashley you know, she might, she might just turn into a dude. <laughs> we don't know. They might be like, well, she, you can look up her hey, skirt. Ken. We can get canceled, so you know, let's just not. <laughs> so, but... Uh, or so we're sponsored. I mean, I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> um, I, the one thing that I wanted to say is that, like, the over the shoulder is cool. First person is cool. I don't think I'm going to see any of like the like old school cinematic fixed camera angles in a Resident Evil in the future, which no. is too bad because that is my favorite of all of them. I, I think it's it the most cinematic. It, 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 yeah, it adds it adds horror to it because there's an uncertainty about what's coming. Even if it doesn't make sense logically, like the zombies coming towards the character and the character doesn't respond because the player can't see so there's a slight mm -hmm. disconnect there but aside from that like i've always loved the sensation of just like walking around the 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 house it just even each footstep has more i think uh of an impact because each step could lead into danger even walking through the same hallway then a hundred times can still uh create tension somebody can still burst through a door or there's some random yep. scripted event or a hunter or something so uh it's it, it's i don't i'm not giving up complete hope but it is going to be a while um I, so yeah. i go ahead I, well, I was just going to say like i don't i wanted to relate real fast with uh walking and not being able to see like there was an iconic scene in resident evil one uh where you uh in the main hall when you first start you go in you walk in and all of a sudden your character just starts walking back because the zombie's right there iconic everyone loves it because that's like oh my god what's what's happening but I also want to state, like, Resident Evil 5 did try the whole cinematic, like, view back up. Uh, if you played uh, their one game mode in Resident Evil 5 where you're Jill and Chris uh, going to see Wesker, and that's how it all starts, um, they actually let you change the camera angles to the good old days. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. And it did not go over well. Um, okay. Oh, so that's unfortunate. It, it, so that's why I don't think we'll be able to see that again. Um and it's unfortunate because, like you said, but also that kind of helps the nostalgia, though, is like when you go back to play the old game, you get to see that old look to it and that old style to it. And yeah, we want better graphics, but I mean, leave it up to yeah. leave it up to the, you know, the fans to up the graphics. We've seen it done with Zelda. So, yeah, I mean, if the, if the nostalgia, if you get the hit for the nostalgia, I'm not going to get in the way of that. But for me, time is lateral, so I don't really get nostalgic. I just want I, I'm impressed when something still 
you know, is worth my time today because I'm getting older and my time is getting more valuable. So yeah, it's interesting know. to me when something can still have that draw. Um, okay, here's, here's, here's a random question. I think this will be fun, which okay. is Resident Evil has already changed their format three times. They went from, you know, fixed camera to over the shoulder to first person. Uh, let's suppose they're going to do it again. What could be their next major shift? Heart racer. Um, I, I think, you know what, Dad, go ahead. <laughs> he's like i i, I don't know <laughs> um I, mean, I really yeah i mean it's i don't think there's gonna be anything next i think it's gonna be either second or, or over the shoulder or, or first person view i don't think it's gonna be anything else other than that yeah i don't i don't see him doing it because remember with the wii we had to where it like it forced you to like walk through it and everything else like it guided you through you know you had to go with yeah they did do that too yeah like they did so that they too. did do that and that was obviously a fail, but that was a big thing for the Wii back then. So you could do um, an old school Metal Gear Solid and have it while you're looking down at your character while they're running around. Up down, the good they, more like they, a stealth thing. Yeah, okay. They could do that. Oh yeah, like uh, they could also do like a uh, like a third person, like uh, Dad, you played some of the newer Metal, Metal Gears where you can literally are just mm. a dot in the center and you can like look around you like that. They could do that. I feel like if they did that, it would be an open world concept, Resident Evil. That's that's what I was about to say uh, when it was my turn. Is that I think that they will do, they could do an open world like a Raccoon City game where you're just like roaming around Raccoon fun. City and you're probably probably playing the role of a survivor, not like one of like the main characters, not like a Stars member, just like a random dude who's oh I guess this is my life. I'm just gonna stay in Raccoon City try to get nuked, out so. you have like yeah you have like a week to get out before it gets nuked and how you spend that week is up to you kind of like what was that one yeah where you guys you gotta find your you still gotta find your weapons and your food and you know just shelter survival everything else deal you know? with the other survivors possibly, who might kill you and, and possibly kick you know click other survivors that you know but umbrella, yeah like Mike Matthew, said, umbrella yeah. might you out yeah Okay, we, uh, Capcom, we just made your next game. Uh, I would like our invoice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they could definitely do something like that. And they could even bring like iconic, like uh, Charles just said, Mr. X. They could even bring Nemesis because he is running around the city uh, chasing Jill and uh, things like that. Hey, you br bring Nemesis in, bring the uh, the big freaking Cyclops back in. And I mean, some of the bigger bigger characters and stuff you bring in, or the biggest, bigger enemies bring in, I mean... But I, I think an ultimate Resident Evil game will honestly be like some of the top five locations on their games and all at one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if, if they would do something oh. like that, what would what would be like the actual like I guess concept to the game? So like they brought those top five locations in the game. Would you be like a uh, um the BSAA coming in to do something. Yeah, and you yeah guess... like, like the BSAA coming in and like, okay, so they, they got to fly in because there's a situation going on here. So they go in and they deal with the characters from, uh, we'll say Resident Evil 2. Okay. Well, we, you know, we're, we're, we're in Resident Evil 2 area, you know, and okay, so you complete that, complete that boss. Now, you know, you got to fly over because they do it now even in, in, in some of the other ones where, you know, Oh, we gotta go to Japan or China, wherever the hell that was. They had to go to because Ada Wong was over there and shit. You know, they were following Ada around. So, but now you're flying from Resident Evil Two to say Resident Evil Four location mm -hmm. to do a mission there, and then over to Resident Evil 
five to do a mission there. And you know what I'm saying? So yeah. bringing back the old characters, the old enemies, but, you know, have your walking, like, modern, not click, 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 click. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool to see. You know, something that kind of brings all them, kind of all the top four or five into one, you know, kind of a game thing. I think it'd be pretty neat. You know, I think it would be really crazy. It'd just be like a marketing stunt where, like, it's, they don't actually call it a Resident Evil. They just call it, like, City of the Dead or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it actually dawns on the player little by little that they're playing a Resident Evil game. Gosh, and then, like, they Resident end Evil, up at the Spencer right. Mansion. Like, oh, wait a minute. This is Resident Evil. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think there's so much Capcom can still do before this Resident Evil idea is done. And unfortunately, with oh, there, Resident Evil yeah. 8, we see that Chris is not doing so hot. Um, but I will say, like, even though Capcom Chris isn't doing so hot, they do make tons of references through like Resident Evil. And they do experience like the bad endings as well. So uh, here's a little Easter egg. Spoilers for anyone who haven't played Resident Evil 8. Uh, but there we go. Uh, so in Resident Evil 8, there's a scene where after Ethan uh, gets uh, kidnapped and pretty much killed, um, Chris is in the car smoking a cigarette. And he's smoking the cigarette just how he would if you got the bad ending for Resident Evil 1. Uh, so in the helicopter, he would get it out, pull out, just start smoking it like that. And it happens the exact same way uh, through it. Now, Joseph? Man, I, I got to remember to look at myself when I'm editing this afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to explain too much after the first like 30 seconds. But yeah, all you have to do is when you take off your headphones and then just kind of like pause it, highlight over it or just keep clicking until you see your headphones back on. <laughs> I'm just taking off my headphones while I'm editing. I'm just like, oh, that works. That works. Yeah, too. No, don't worry. I got this. I got this. OK, well, no matter what, but I feel like know. Capcom has options. And I think that's great. Well, and, and, you know, it's like with with uh, what is that? five or six where it's uh oh, oh the son of uh wesker jake resident Evil six jake yeah you know i mean so so now you have a, a, a an offspring of the enemy on there with wesker with jake yep so i mean there could be other offsprings you know like ada and chris always had a thing maybe they had a child or something you know so there, there could be offsprings going on also you know what i'm yep. saying but you mean uh, Ada Leon? Leon, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Leon. All this so I'm many the, spoilers. I'm not, I'm I want not the Resident Evil guru. I'm not the Resident Evil guru at all. So <laughs> there's so many spoilers. But uh, like for the example of uh, I'm not releasing any of the spoilers. But like for the example, like Offsprings, uh, we do have like you stated it is Jake's uh, Jake from Wesker's breed um, does have a kid, and uh, Wesker's uh, sister's dead. Um, from Revelations 2, so she's dead, but we have Jake, and if the rumors are true from Resident Evil 5, Wesker is still alive, and since we see kind of little glimpses of it throughout the future, high chance Wesker is still alive, so they could be one last final hoorah of Wesker trying to find his son, because we know Jake wants nothing to do with him, but Jake also is oh, mad no. that he's dead, oh. so there's still like that massive uh, disconnect in a sense, so... Uh, but Wes could be alive because I've seen it, the end. What happens to him? The last time anybody saw him, he, I don't want to spoil it either. But freaking, I'm pretty sure he's still freaking dead. But I don't know. 
so here is here's the here's the sweet sauce so when i i love tiktok thank you tiktok um when i made the resident evil video talking about albert wesker i got so many people letting me know watch the last chapter of the last mission on resident evil 5 watch the credits and i'm like okay and they bring it up why to watch credits like no resident evil games done this but if you notice something, you would notice a big difference. I'm like, okay, I'm watching the credits. And they're staying on this water scene for so long. I'm like, why are they staying on this? This is so weird. Why? They are right. They never keep it on a water scene like this. It would either be a still photo, even then it would move on after so long. Only Resident Evil game to do it. Before the credit scene cuts, you see a shadow swimming through the water to follow the helicopter. Now... That could be taken in many ways, but you're telling exactly. Um, and that's what I mean. I, I literally threw my headphones off and went, a shark would have been swimming to pass it for. You could have gone away with that. But you're telling me right before the credit scene, like cuts to the black screen of credits, there's some, a shadow swimming in the water following the helicopter's direction oh, against the current. I was like, He's alive, and uh, and then going through Resident Evil, uh, going through uh, the new Resident Evil games, you do see like hints and stuff like that. But what really did it? There was a Resident Evil game, and I won't talk about this long because we are running out of time. Uh, I won't talk about this long, but there's a Resident Evil game that did get made that talks about the cleanup of Resident Evil Four, talks about the aftermath of Resident Evil Five. Who knows all these stories? Who knows this much detail in it? And you hear the glimpse of the guy's voice. It sounds exactly like Wesker. At the end of the game, they give you the time and date of the last mission they did. The last mission they did is during Resident Evil 6. Time period. So if this guy who sounds like Wesker, who knows what's happening and all this stuff, how does he know all this stuff unless if he's... Wesker, you wouldn't know this because it was a big flop and Capcom tries to hide that this game even existed. Luckily, I think I can find a copy of it and I'm going to be playing it whenever the new DLC for Resident Evil Village comes out. Um, I'm going to be celebrating and playing uh, Resident Evil games that just lines up to what I'm thinking was going to happen in Resident Evil 8. But yeah, it's uh, and plus what really settled this out is there was a villain in Resident Evil 7 that dies, but he was trying to sell the uh he was trying to sell the virus happening there to someone who is known to buy bioweapons including buying a bioweapon called Ouroboros and i'm like Ouroboros who 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 bought who bought Ouroboros hmm interesting interesting and my mind started going I'm like He's alive, and I hate it that he's alive because, like, it, it's so dumb that they would keep him alive, but it's realistic. He's in lava. This man's in lava. A rocket launcher's gonna kill him? He's literally in lava, still kicking, still fighting. A rocket launcher that you don't see actually go through his face. He already has generation powers to cover Ouroboros. What would stop that? And we've already seen uh, the new mutation of Resident Evil 7 and stuff like that. If he got even a little bit of that, so much could happen so much could happen so yeah. there's a high chance that wesker is alive and he could be making an appearance in an upcoming resident evil game but i think capcom has a lot of options a lot of ability to make further games 
And I think with Resident Evil 4, they they have to walk on a thin line. And unfortunately, that's what happens when you recreate something that was yeah, so Yeah, but you know what? Good. If anybody still has, like, lots of goodwill to spare, it's Capcom. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, who knew that making quality games and not sexually harassing your employees reflects well on the gaming industry, on the, in the gaming community? Man, just, let me get a pen oh. and paper. I got to write this down. Don't sexually I still think the best game I've Guys, played, we got to like... try this. But Which one game I, that Capcom came out with that I've played that I really enjoyed was Devil May Cry 5. That game is one of my favorite games that's ever oh, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Devil May Cry, that's for sure. Yeah, we're we're big Capcom and Konami fans. That is sad yeah. that a lot of people don't know about Konami, but I mean, like majority of all our games are one or the other. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's just it's crazy. I just I hate the fact this new uh, Call of Duty game coming out that the trailer's releasing later this week. Um, Wednesday. Wednesday. I I hate the fact that Activision still has a big foot in that water. I thought they didn't. I thought they were totally out of it. They are not. They hired another company, but they still have full say. Activision still is controlling this game. And with my contract being due, actually, it was broken, but our contract being due was Call of Duty. I, I'm i in mixed waters of should I even play this game? And I don't want to play it. I don't want to play, but I want to play it. And I think it's just I don't want to get competitive with it. And, of course, because my my friend's base is all about dude you could uh, you only got 10 kills this game well you suck and i'm like mm, i'm gonna kick you in the fucking dirt <laughs> like i just i don't get overly competitive but when it's a game that's like has got so much of my like that started if anything my little career and um it led to I'm something a, bigger so i'm not gonna say don't play it because you're gonna play, play it and your and your skills are gonna your your muscle memory is gonna start kicking in and you're gonna start like you know getting good at it and you're gonna start feeling that those old feelings again and then you're gonna be caught in that competitive loop before you know it yeah because that's the unfortunate part is playing competitive is so much fun like because when you get that win even if it's on a side game or whatever you get that win when you're playing competitive where you get that score you're trying to hit it's it's a massive adrenaline rush and it's just it's so like nice especially like hitting those wins or getting the highest rankings in the competitiveness areas like I love it, but yeah, See? no, you're you're proving my point. See, you're you're literally there proving it. it. <laughs> it's like I I just I I want to because it's such a big part of me and I love uh, doing it. But yeah, I think I think it would really depend on the situation and it also depends on how big I am with YouTube, how big I am with Twitch and things like that. Because it's definitely not something I want to stream on my platform because I know then I would definitely get drawn back into it. And I, I that would be something I wouldn't want to do. That's the reason the contract even got made was because of the streaming side. So I just, I don't want to do it. And I, I just, I really hope that Activision doesn't have too much of a say with the actual product of the game. Because obviously the Activision, you know, stuff, uh, you know, they, uh, they support a lot of bullshit. Uh, but when it's all said and done... Um, I, I just hope this uh, Modern Warfare 2 remake, yeah. Modern Warfare 2 remake, does do the well. Remake, there... It's pretty much a sequel to Modern Warfare 2019, and it mm-hmm. has, shares the same name as the original Modern Warfare 2. And the exactly. tag for this one is the ultimate weapon is team, because if you have the four characters, uh, Task Force 141, plus a new person, and I just hope the whole rumor about them being villains in this one is untrue. Like, how can you turn freaking Ghost, Price, Soap, and, Ga- and freaking Kyle Garrett, aka Gas, freaking be the bad guys? Money. 
I mean, honestly, like we seen an army of two. Uh, you had Tyson Rios and uh, Tice, or not Tice. Uh, Rios ended up. Uh, no, not Rios. That's the same guy. Uh, Tyson Elliott. Uh, Elliott ended up turning for money. We seen that in a uh, army of two you AOT. Your franchise where Paxton Fettel turned into a good guy. I didn't see that coming. No. Uh, never, never, never seen that coming. Two guys who'd love to kill. Well, who would see that coming? <laughs> uh, but. You know, it's. I, I think if uh, if the rumors are true about the Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 remake, I, I think I think we will end up seeing that if they are true, it's gonna be for money. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Or it's gonna be a plot. They're evil, and at the end, we're Fuck actually no. the heroes. <laughs> um, so it's probably gonna end up being those ways. Um, but I will oh, say, throw the teaser trailers real fast. I will say with that. I do love the fact of seeing Tim the Tatman, a big iconic uh, scene in Call of Duty. I love seeing him in there. I love seeing uh, Pete Davidson, especially because he literally got in that right after leaving SNL. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, I got it. I love it. I'm looking, just looking forward to when they do release that trailer today, and I'm looking forward to playing the beta, which is probably what I'm going to what's going to determine if I want to get this game or not, like it with Vanguard. Mm -hmm. so I played the Vanguard beta, and I have gameplay of that on my freaking channel, thinking I was like, yep, I'm skipping this piece of crap. I was disappointed with Vanguard so much. I was so disappointed in that game. One time I've ever been on Call of Duty is when I was doing that whole freaking Operation um, Honor thing that they were doing when they had Godzilla and King Kong freaking going at each other. It's the yeah. only time I've been on Call of Duty recently. I I haven't. I, I haven't even touched it. Honestly, ever since uh my I played it for twenty four hours on YouTube, I have I don't think I've touched the game. Uh yeah, I just PTSD. <laughs> that was a lot to go through. Um but That was yeah. fun though, Fagan, and I'm still happy that I was a part of that. Yeah, Tab and Richard don't bail out on me. Like I, I never explained it. I don't think I've ever explained the fact that uh so Anthony uh Anthony uh also goes on uh, Seven Souls on Twitch. Um he he was supposed to show up. For this video, he's like, appear yourself online, I'll join. He's like, I'll, I'll join you. And I'm like, okay. Never showed up. Never showed up once. And after it was done, he calls me. Like, and remind you, I filmed it like a month beforehand. And he calls me after it's up. He's like, you didn't tell me you were doing this. I said, I told you this Wednesday. I was doing the video. Where were you? And he's like, well, you didn't say it was this Wednesday. I was like, okay, listen here. I even said I put myself online. I'm always online. Here I am. I was there. I was playing 24 hours. When you see, hey, Dante and Hunter 6 is on Call of Duty, and you don't see that change, good chance I'm doing the video. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, I know. I, uh, I totally just ratted him out. Hey, he can talk about it on the podcast. But, um, yeah, we, uh, we got to start uh, wrapping it. Um, so, uh, real fast, I guess, uh, dad, uh, since you're new here, where, uh, you want to shout out your podcast or, uh, you know, or your oh, future no, podcast, yeah. do you have any social <laughs> yeah. medias you want to shout out? Um, not really. I mean, you know, corn dog, 1973 on, on, uh, TikTok, uh, corn on Facebook. Uh, but right now I am working on getting a podcast up and rolling. I don't yet have a name for it. Uh, I'm thinking outside the box kind of thing, type name for it and stuff, but uh, not really wrapped that in yet. Uh, so for right now, I mean, I, I plan on being able to pop it on here with you a couple more times here and there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, by then, hopefully I'll have some more information on what I'm doing with it. I'm really hoping to get it up and rolling here soon. Uh, right now, it's just it's time frames. I just I got to get time frames worked out a little bit better. 
Uh, there's, I got work trucks I'm working on, plus getting people dispatched out in their loads and stuff. And it's just been 16 hour days, even here at the house where I really don't have much time to jump on much of anything. So, but the, the podcast will be, I don't even know how to really describe it. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to describe it and turn people away from it. So we're just going to leave it up in the air for right now. And I will, when I get a better description, I think it's going to attract attention. I'll let you know then. <laughs> Sounds good. So at least Corn Dog, uh, Corn Dog on Twitter and Corn, oh not Twitter, uh, on TikTok and Corn Dog yeah. on Facebook. Uh, yeah. yeah, that works. Uh, Charles, where can people find you? If you like watching either me raging about something that's to do with wrestling or NASCAR, my it's things involving video gaming stuff. Mostly figuring Destiny because that's what I mostly can play. Except when sometimes when I play Halo with Jordan, sometimes someone else. You can just go to my channel, CJ the Lone Wolf. Sounds good. Joseph, where can people find you? They can head on over to giantenemycompany.com. And that will take them to a myriad of places where I have uh, dead to my toes or the whole foot or even a leg. <laughs> Any other body parts? <laughs> nope. No, I haven't no, thought no, about no, it very just, carefully. Just, to, just to toe a little bit of the leg. Okay, okay, cool. Shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees and toes. Knees and toes. Uh, man, that was a, that was a bad one. If, if you want to find me at Skull Hunter Games, anywhere you search that up, you will find me. We are on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. Uh, I, I'm working on Twitter. Uh, my, uh, my fans have been wanting me to go on Twitter, so I'm gonna post 30 days straight um please hold me up for that uh and then if you want to find this podcast this podcast is where we're all at uh you can find it at skull hunter podcast anywhere you get your podcast from it's not our business but it is on spotify itunes anywhere you get your podcast from you can find this one just set up skull hunter podcast and even on facebook and youtube is where you can find the video version of this spotify is still working on their um working on their video features uh anchor is trying to work on it to where you can just upload the video feature and it will split the audio out of it they're still working on it so hang in there but yeah that's where you can find us and thank you anchor for sponsoring the podcast uh they've been here since day one and they're continuing to support our podcast to this day uh they are releasing new editing features like i said you can upload your video podcast and then it will export the audio out of it and so you can get the video and the audio version of it out on all the platforms they are trying to get youtube and uh facebook connected they're already getting facebook connected with the audio podcast but they are not quite connected with youtube yet so they are working on those features but you can do s simple things like once you get your anchor ad you can sit there and do your voice over put it in a little slot and then you can just add them in whenever you're doing your podcast just make sure to hit create a podcast not a quick podcast people get that confused want to make sure that is stated but thank you anchor, for sponsoring the podcast guys we done it thank you dad for joining um it was a great to have you on uh oh, it's good to be on here next time my camera and everything will be set up a lot better next, it'll be, you know what it, it worked it worked next week we will have another you're, special you're, guest you're technically on, on so. par yeah <laughs> you you i think i think he's actually at a 720 720 right now i think is what his resolution is so it's there uh but uh yeah goodbye everybody Right. Not to show. Right. See if I blinked as much this time as I did last time. I blinked.